Uh-oh. Here we go. We're back. One more time. You know who it is. It's those dudes from XO Sports Talk Live. We're coming at you again. One more time. Welcome back to XO Sports Talk Live. Today is September the 5th, 2021. We get ready to kick off episode number 18. What's up, fellas? Let's go. Let's what's go. Up, what's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? <laughs> what's going on? Hey. Man, what's happening? <laughs> Once again, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, man. I'm pumped. I'm super excited. Um, just on, on a note, as we get ready to enter into this new NFL season and all the sports talk that we're about to enjoy here on this show, we want to take this time um, to let all the people in New Orleans know that we are thinking about them and we're praying for them, as well as the people who um, dealt with Ida um, coming through here in the Northeast and New York, um, New Jersey and Philadelphia. We're praying for all of you, um, even with the loss of life, we are praying for you and our heart goes out. All of that is coming from EXO Sports Talk. Yes. Yes. All right. Our hearts truly go out. And it was good to hear from some of the people saying they will rebuild. Yes, yes. That was a positive, strong message from the people there. And we hope that they're able to rebuild quickly. Yes, absolutely. Indeed. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. Terry. At this time, XO Sports Talk would like to thank you all for your support. We are now on all streaming platforms. Please feel free to leave any comments, any suggestions on how we can improve the show. If this is your first time tuning in, please subscribe to the channel and tap that notification bell. Please continue to tell your family and friends about the show. And once again, thank you all for your support. All right. All right. Yes. 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 Well, well, guys, we appreciate college, you. College football kicked off on Thursday night. Woo, woo, woo. And number four, Ohio State, they won the game, but to me, they only won by 14 points against Minnesota. That wasn't a ranked team. Yeah, they didn't so, look too impressive. We'll see how uh, the rankings come out on Monday. Yeah, but Alabama basically in one game has taken pretty much Miami out of the playoffs, crushing them 44 13. That's Bama, and Miami was ranked number 14. So I don't see Miami uh, being in the playoff run. So just just within the first week. So long, hurricanes. Never know what could happen. Yeah, yep. just yeah. that quick. Football is back. Yep. And <laughs> Oklahoma dogfight with Tulane. Mm. 40-13. Yeah, I, I saw some highlights from that. Yeah. So that wasn't too good for Oklahoma, number two, winning by five points. So let's see what the uh, 
college football ranked them? It's still early, still early. I know people still getting their feet underneath them, you know, college football players, you know. They're gonna have to work it out. It's as simple yeah. as that. Everything doesn't yeah. every game doesn't have to be a blowout. Sometimes you just match up well with teams. But okay. I think it I think it hurts when the team is not ranked. Mm. When you when you're not ranked and they're looking for you to score so many points against an unranked team, that could hurt you. But yeah. like you said, yeah. Malcolm, it is still early. So let's see what happens down the road. Oh yeah. So yeah. A lot of football to be played there. A lot of football. That tough game against between uh, Georgia and LSU was that Georgia and um, <clears throat> Georgia. They won. They did. That was a tough game. Yeah. Georgia and Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. 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 Very tough game. They know top, tough. top five, two top five teams, yep. and that's and what. That's why they're not going to drop that low. Because you don't five. Think so? and, Five and number three, we're in a dogfight. That's what you expect. Yeah. Well, two tough teams there early on going head to head. That was just yeah. that was just a great matchup. You know, now, you know if, they, if, they one, know each other. if Georgia would have blew them out, mm-hmm. blew out Clemson. Well, that, well yeah. Clemson would take a, a pretty big fall. Yeah. And if it was vice versa, if Clemson crushed Georgia, Georgia would take a fall. But five and three playing that close. You mm-hmm. can't drop them that. You can't drop no, them that no. far down. No, no, no. Yeah, both of those teams are being the thick of things. So, biggest NFL roster news coming out of New England: Cam Newton cut. Not my boy Cam Newton. Yep. Superman. Huh? Yep. Cam. Cam. Oh, Cam. Cam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. Cam Cam got some nice outfits, man. I always like the outfits he put on at his press conference. So okay, you know, <laughs> we're you, gonna you only. yeah, we're gonna <laughs> go. Terry. Please help me out here. <laughs> uh, I'm not. It wasn't a big surprise to me. Um, I kind of saw this coming with the uh, the news of the COVID mix up, and I just. I think basically the Patriots looked at it like, you know, he missed what they kind of could, what Belichick considers a key part of the training camp uh, where they have a joint camp practice. Um, This year they had a camp joint camp practice with the Eagles and Newton wasn't able to, Cam wasn't able to be a part of that. And so that got Mac Jones some reps and they said he looked pretty good. Um, Also, I couldn't I, – I don't – I can't see Cam on a team that – like the Patriots being a backup. Um, I don't see him willing to be a backup. And I, I think the Patriots kind of consider that too, or I'll just say Belichick. And I just think they have – you know, they have a, um, a history of bringing in big-name players. And if it doesn't work out, they have no problem letting them go. I mean – Go back to uh, oh, yeah. Chad Ocho Cinco, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Albert Hainsworth. Yep. Oh, the list is long. Yeah, know, very so. much so. Uh, I, I hope he can catch on somewhere because I still think he has a little bit left in the tank. But like I said, it wasn't a surprise to me. It wasn't big news to me. Mm. <clears throat> Malcolm. Yes. Bruh. 
Cam's his own problem, man. I mean, he made his money for an MVP, like I said before. He's right now, he I don't think teams believe in him. He's right. He's not the there's not 32 other quarterbacks better than him. I agree with that. But it ain't what whether they're better than him, it's what they're looking for. You know what I mean? They may be looking for somebody with youth. They may be looking for somebody with ability. We all know that word, <laughs> you know. So the key is how 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 questionable he is, you know, with his arm strength or his shoulder strength because of the surgery or whatever. Yep. I just don't uh, – it's going to be tough. I mean, he'd be a good backup for somebody. I won't lie about that, you know. Heck, I wish Dallas would take him, but Dallas ain't going to take him as long as he ain't got that, that, that COVID shot. I'm going to tell you right now, they ain't taking him. <laughs> Emerson. Well, um, I, I don't know if you guys heard the breaking news. Um, Cam Newton now has his own clothing line, and that's why he asked for his own release to be released so he can operate his own clothing line. He's got a new clothing line coming out. It should be in stores um, in the next two weeks, just as the football season is kicking off. But anyway, um, I, I, you know, they're in New England. You know, um, Bill Belichick is a no-nonsense kind of guy. Um uh, I, we don't know all the insides, um, whether it was a team meeting that he didn't show up for, whether it was a team practice that he didn't participate and maybe Bill thought he could be out there on the field, getting some reps, getting some continuity with the team, getting, building some chemistry with the receivers there. Um, we know Cam from um, his years in um, Carolina. We knew him from his years at Auburn. He's had a, a, a very um, well, well-to-do career. And um, I just think maybe now it's, it's time for Cam to either uh, show everybody that he still has something left in the tank or, um, you know, it's time to move into the broadcasting booth. Maybe, you know, he becomes a broadcaster or something, you know. But here we are, you know, the start of the season and Cam was cut from the New England Patriots and um, mm. Matt Jones will be the starter. Mm. Brian. I'm going to jump in real quick what E was saying about the clothing line. That's baloney. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> hey, but, man. You got some nice outfits, man. <laughs> yeah. But you've seen the writing on the wall coming when uh, they drafted Matt Jones. You've seen that. You, but nobody expected it to be this quick. You, you thought it might be later in the season. Uh, the only thing I can say is for a quarterback that is mobile, young quarterbacks that are mobile, Work on your craft. The craft at QB is passing the ball. You have to be able to pass the ball and be accurate. If not, stuff like this has happened. When you are no longer mobile as you used to be, you find yourself out of the league or off a team just like that. And I read an article this morning was kind of disturbing. Whether it's true or not, it's still just kind of hurts you you, I read the article said that the rookie quarterback was teaching Cam stuff in the playbook that he didn't know oh wow oh wow read that this morning Mm. and it oh wow so if that is true or not that's not the case but it's just young mobile quarterbacks work on your craft wow so you are you saying that there was a rookie teaching this veteran quarterback who's been in this league um, well over seven years, and he was sharing with him some things about the playbook. Uh, MVP player. Wow. Wow. 
I read that this morning. Wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. I don't, you know, I was surprised last year that Belichick gave him an opportunity to play in New England. And by the contract that Belichick gave him at the beginning of the season, I talked to Emerson about this. I said, I would not be surprised if he doesn't stay with the team because the structure of Belichick contract to Cam Newton had it out for him, an easy way out for the New England Patriots. And Belichick used it. And Cam Newton, you know, when you sign a contract, you, you know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. If you're not up on your game, especially with somebody like Belichick, who has traded good players away in their prime and thought, and people were like, why is he trading them? You remember the tight, um, not the tight end, but the corner oh, by law, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. the defensive lineman, oh, Seymour, Seymour. The list goes on and on. He let Butler go? The list goes on and on. This is not a surprise that Bill Belichick would do something like this. So it's the Belichick way or no way. <laughs> and, and Belichick was pretty much tight lip about it. And the other thing is, you know, was it that he didn't get a COVID shot? He had COVID last year. Yeah, well, he tested think- this year. And, you know, you stand by your grounds on, hey, okay, I'm not getting it. Coach, general manager, look, okay, you're not getting it. Okay, you're not really playing that good in preseason. Why am I going to risk you get um, t- having somebody and- else on the team test positive? There's a door. See you later. Yeah. Bye bye. I hope he sends you know. I hope he sends a an outfit for Emerson, so you know you can go. <laughs> yeah, please, Cam, send me one of them outfits, man. I'll so- I'll wear it for you, man. Promote yeah, your right. new clothing line. Make sure you, you put some scar. X's on them. No, yeah. that line. Yeah, the big man line. Make <laughs> yeah. sure it's the big man line. Yeah, don't put no old to it. Gotta represent for the big brothers, man. Huh? Come to that. Oh, sports. You can do that. XO sports. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> AFC West. Let's start it off with the Denver Broncos. Let's go with Malcolm. Me, they're at the bottom of the basement on that t- on that division. Because one, I mean, yeah, they got Teddy. Uh, Teddy's probably going to be a quarterback in that team, but Drew Locke wasn't that good anyway. And they got a bunch of misfits on that team, and they're going to do what they do. I'm not amping on their coaching, really. I mean, Vaughn Miller's a great player. You know, they got pass rush ability. They're just going to make, maybe make enough noise just to, you know, do what they do. Oh, excuse me. Terry. Uh, So I I just, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm thinking the opposite here with Denver. Um, I think, if Teddy Bridgewater can come in and manage the game, uh, not make any mistakes, big mistakes with that defense that they have, they, they, their defense is stout. Um, they really don't have a weakness. 
um, on that defense. Um, what they are missing is a star quarterback, but I think they can come in second in their division. Um, if they play well, they'll make a lot of mistakes. Uh, I got them winning, going 11 and six in that division. Wow. Emerson. Listen, I, I'm going to agree with Terry all the way. Um, that defense is stout. And then you just added um, a soon-to-be Pro Bowl player from Alabama and, and Pat Sertan. I mean, you you just you just like <laughs> said, oh, okay, we're just going to give you the cherry on the top. Listen, beware of the Denver Broncos defense. We know about Von Miller, but I'm telling you, he's going he's gonna to galvanize that game, and they're going to be playing lights-out defense. And we know defense wins championships. And we know that um, there's some other uh, big-name um, teams in that division. But, uh, and we'll get to them later. But I am telling you, please do not sleep a wink on the Denver Broncos. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ryan. Uh, the quarterback, Bridgewater, is going to – I think he, he will manage the game, like T said. He's basically a bridge till they find their quarterback which may be Aaron Rodgers next year. We'll, we'll see how that goes. But that defense is elite. Um, with Von Miller coming back, that's just like a, a bonus to what they got. And then they picked up the corner, uh, uh, as he just said. So they, they are definitely elite. And I like their wide receiving core, which is uh, you got Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick. And Cortland Sutton, which is yeah, a big nice. yes, 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 he's going to be good. And I think Bridgewater will do good. He played well at Carolina, and yeah. they really didn't have some of the tools that they have. So I think he they, they are going to do good. I think they'll be second. I, don't, I think T said coming in first, but I, I got the Chiefs. <laughs> I got I got to coming in second. Okay, <laughs> I, I I agree with Brian that they do have a stout defense and all Denver is asking Bridgewater drive the car. Mm -hmm. Don't crash the car. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the, the only thing that you, and that they're hoping is, can he throw the football, stretch it out a little bit more <laughs> down the field? We know he doesn't have one of the strongest arms in the NFL, but he's going to have to make the safeties respect not coming up that much on him because they know his arm's not that strong. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers, Malcolm. Now, this is the team I got going in second place behind it. You know, of course, the other team, Chiefs. Uh, this, I love this quarterback, man. This kid is awesome. I mean, uh, he does his thing, Herbert, and his receiving core is awesome, without a doubt. I mean, Mike Williams, they're looking for Mike Williams to have a big year this year in fantasy. So everybody's going to be picking him, you know. And, you know, Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen, you know. So it is what it is. But that quarterback, that they may not have as good a defense as Denver. I agree with that. But they're definitely a better team than Denver all around. So I am um, definitely got them in second place. I think second place in that division, definitely. Mm. Terry. Uh. I got them coming in third in the division. Like Malcolm said, I mean, they, you know, they've got some, they're wide, they got some really good wide receivers, Keenan Allen. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, they're decent too. I mean, they got Joey Bosa. 
I just feel like to me right now, they're they don't do anything one thing better than the other. Like they don't to me stand out on offense or even their defense doesn't stand out to me. Um where I think they can win some games, maybe they shouldn't. So that's why I have them coming in third in a division uh, at like nine and eight. Mm. Emerson. Listen, I want to agree with Malcolm all the way about that quarterback. I am in love with him. He is going to be a star in this league. He had them in almost every game last year. And something happened down the stretch where they would lose by a field goal, lose by a late touchdown lose by a late flag, um, something always seemed to happen, but he had them in every game. He is a stud quarterback, and when you have somebody driving the car or driving the bus with star potential all over him, he can lead you places and take you places that you've never been before. I see them surprising a lot of teams this year. When you look on the schedule and you say, oh, we have the charges this, this week, you better beware, I'm telling you, because they're coming to play they're going to play hard, and they're playing with confidence. And if they can piggyback off what they had going on last year, we know about what they have um, from, on the outside with those wonderful receivers. And Joey Bosa, as Terry uh, mentioned, but they also picked up some help on that offensive line. And um, he's going to be a top Slater. Rashawn Slater, I think he's going to be a top offensive lineman, Pro Bowl type of offensive lineman. They got him some help. So they're building something there. Beware of the Chargers. Mm, Brian. They definitely are building something. Rashad Slater is just a cornerstone for a good rookie corner quarterback. So yeah. you, you can't go wrong there picking that up. Uh, and Justin Herbert just coming off in an excellent season, 4,000, mm-hmm. but he had 4,300 yards, 31 TDs, 10 INTs. You, you don't normally see that from rookies. Yeah. So no. <laughs> you want to see if he can progress now that defenses are teams see what he can do and if they can find a weakness and will he be able to combat and make those adjustments uh the pickup of their tight end uh Jared Cook was a good uh pickup for them yes always good to have that relief valve in the middle of the field to work that for a rookie a young quarterback can't go wrong love it so I I think they're definitely going to be in the thick of things. Um, will they be second or third? I can't go wrong with that. I think Malcolm got them second. I, I think I got them a third, but either way, I can't go wrong. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm going to hold my thoughts and I'm going to go with talk about the Las Vegas Raiders. And for some of the younger kids out there, if you ever get a chance, look up The Autumn Wind. It was written by former NFL Films president and co-founder Steve Sable, The Autumn Wind of the Raiders. It was an awesome poem, and it was narrated by John Facenda. Malcolm. Where do you have the Raiders? Oh, <laughs> also down in the basement. The Raiders. <laughs> They're fighting for the basement. Man, all they got is Darren Waller, who's a true baller. He's the best player on the team. 
I mean, Derek Carr is steady. He I, you know, and they got no rugs at receiver. All they did was get him for speed. They didn't see whether or not he had hands or not. No, we just want the speed because that's what the Raiders do. They have no defense. I'm going to tell you right now, their defense either is as bad as the Cowboys last year or worse. So, but nobody spoke on that because they already stumped. You know what I mean? So, it is what it is. I don't see them going nowhere. Yet, the Raiders. No. Basement. (laughs) Terry. Yeah, I have to agree with Malcolm. Um, I got, I have them coming in last in the division. Uh, like he said, they really don't have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball right now. And I would even say, even with Carr, I, I feel like Gruden doesn't – he doesn't really trust him. Um, so I, I don't see them doing anything but coming in last uh, at 6-11 and 11 this year. Wow. Emerson. I don't know what the Raiders are doing from year to year. I really don't. I know Gruden has a $100 million contract. I do know that. And I think that's guaranteed. That's the only thing I can guarantee about the Raiders. Um, That organization, um, I think they need um, to do some things and do some research and find out who they are, again, as the Raiders. I know they're in Vegas now, and there's a lot going on in Vegas, but I don't think there's a lot going on on that football field for the Raiders. So uh, with that being said, they're going to finish last. Mm, So much for the autumn wind. Too much partying out there. Ryan. I got them coming in last as well. Uh, The defense was ranked 30th. It's horrible. And I don't like – what Gruden and Mike Mayock are doing, I don't know what they're doing. It seems like they're just drafting players <laughs> and not drafting for what the team needs. Uh, David Carr, I think, is a good quarterback if you get the players around them. And they seem to be half in, half out without him. They seem like they don't really want him, but they don't want to get rid of him. So I don't know what the general manager, I don't know what the coach – I don't know what they're doing. So, blast. <laughs> well, the general manager is in in place, but Gruden has the say. This is the this is the John Gruden show. So, let's let's see what uh let's see what he does. Well, you know, they always say what what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and I think that's what's going to happen. They're just going to stay in Vegas. Oh, everything's happening except them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so we're going to um, go to Kansas City. Malcolm, Kansas City, here you come. Hey, obviously Kansas City Chiefs are the top of the, in the, the AFC uh, conference period. You know, they're going to be probably again in the uh, AFC championship. And uh, with all that talent, with Mahomes, we already know what he can do. He's just a great quarterback. Talent, I mean, talented, one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league, hands down. They got a great tight end. They got, you know, great, good receivers, you know, very good receivers, you know. Tariq Hill's a beast, you know, and they got uh, Harden. Harden's supposed to be starting this year doing their thing. They always find somebody they're going to hit anyway. Their running back is awesome, too. 
You know, that kid's going to do a lot more this year. They're going to put a lot more on his plate this year. You know, so I hope he stays healthy and does his thing, you know. I, at the defense, well, the old line was the problem in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They fixed that by picking up Orlando Brown. You know, they traded for him from the Baltimore uh, Ravens. So they definitely were showing up the offensive line. So they got to keep their offensive line healthy. I mean, other than that, he'd be running for his life again. But the man's he can create plays just, just in the sleep, you know. So uh, definitely the number one team in the uh, AFC period, whether it's the AFC West or AFC whatever. They're just the, one of the top teams in the league. Terry. Yeah, I mean, I have them winning the division. Like Malcolm said, I think that was a good pickup with Orlando Brown. Um, they definitely want to not only protect Mahomes, but keep him healthy. And, if you know, everyone's healthy. They're top offense, not only in that division, but in the league. Um and they also let, let's not take anything away from Andy Reid too. Um, he's one of the best coaches in the league. Yes, uh, yes. You know, I, I they're winning a division, twelve and five. I have them going. Uh, they just have to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Emerson. Well, we can't take anything away from the greatness of Pat Mahomes. We know what he is. We know what he brings week in and week out. He's going to bring it to you. Um, he'll play you in a sandlot parking lot. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I question their, their, their ability going down the stretch in the playoffs. Uh, I, I don't know how they can handle a team like the Cleveland Browns. I don't know how they can handle a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know how they can handle the, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think they're going to need to show me something this year on how they can handle some of those teams because those teams bring it week in and week out. Will they win their division? They probably will. Um, but I'm just more worried about them down the stretch when they have to play some of those tougher teams from those other divisions, like I just mentioned to you. Um, I don't know if they're going to be up for that challenge because they played their worst football game, or Pat Mahomes had one of his worst games of the year on the biggest stage of the year. Well, remember, Kansas City was uh, roughed up a little bit last year by the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. So, you know, even though they lost the Super Bowl, like Ric Flair, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Oh, yeah. And in the AFC right now, <laughs> you got to still go through Kansas City in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I, like, I like Pittsburgh. I like Cleveland. I like what Baltimore brings to the table. Tough hey. fighting football teams. Yep. And... We're headed right over there to the AFC North right now. And guess what? The Cleveland Browns, and we're going to start it off with Emerson. Listen, listen, I, I'm, I'm going on record right now. Right now, Cleveland Browns will represent the AFC championship game, and they will win it, and I believe they're going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Write it down. Cleveland wow. Browns, write Cleveland it down. Brown, AFC okay. champions. All right. Click. <laughs> they, Tune in they, in January when they lose. They, they have all they have all power right now. Listen. <laughs> they those those boys, they, they had a taste of it, and I believe they're ready for it right now. That defense, that offense. <laughs> woo! Watch out. 
Mayfield is going to be in for a breakout all-pro season. You heard it here first on Exo Sports. Cleveland Browns representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Terry. Uh, I, I'll just – I have them winning the division uh, at 12 and 5. Uh, well, you're off my Christmas list. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Give me a lump of coal or something. But, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield, I still am having a hard time believing in him, but he struggled early last season, and then he was able to kind of rebound, and he threw for like 25 TDs and only eight interceptions. He's got all the weapons that a, a young quarterback could want. Nick Chubbs at running back, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, and then – um. Austin Hooper at tight end. He's no slouch. And on defense, you know, Miles Garrett is Miles Garrett. I expect him to keep doing what he's been doing, getting to the quarterback, um, disrupting the offense, the other team's offense. And so if they can develop the young players that they drafted um, this year and find a way to get them on the field too, I, I see them winning the division uh, with a 12-5 and five record. Mm -hmm. Division. Malcolm. Wow. Cleveland's definitely a tough team. They're, they're going to be tops in that division, hands down. I mean, the problem with them, they can't beat the Baltimore Ravens. Once they start being the Baltimore Ravens, then they can win that division. The key is it goes through Baltimore Ravens, that division. So until they beat them, then they got it. I mean, they're a good team. I mean, they got the best two-headed monster, one of the top two or three two-headed monsters with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubbs. They got a great offensive line. A top five offensive line is all you need. They got a good offensive line. And their defense is pretty stout. I mean, they got, don't forget, they got Jadavian Clowney on the other side of Mount yeah. Garrett. And know? they got Beckham back this year. Yeah, well, Beckham is Beckham. He'll, he'll, you know, highlight his hair and run down the field and catch a couple of passes. You know, to me, he's all he's all showboat, you know, showboat and, and, and no show. No, it is. That's his it thing, is. man. That's his no, thing. Showboat with no appearance. That's what I like is. Beckham, man. I like Beckham. He can ball. I am not doubting that. The man can ball. The key is he ain't never there all the time and he ain't show up in the playoffs before. So it is what it is. They're definitely fighting for that division. I want to give it to them. I really do. But until I see them beat the Ravens, ah, I can't give it to them right now. They'll definitely be up there, though. They'll definitely be up there. They're making the playoffs without a doubt. They're definitely right. making the playoffs. And this is a tough one for me because it's my team is in this division. So and I think I got Cleveland coming out of the division, winning the division, I should say. Uh, that they, they are just – they got them projected to be ranked ninth this year. On paper, they are stacked at almost every position. Uh, question I would say my main focus would be, last year they came out with the attitude they, they knew they were good. So this year, being – the ones that are going to be hunted by other teams because they know they're good. So how will they get off to a start different than last year? And can OBJ and um, Baker Mayfield find chemistry this year? Uh, they should. Oh, yeah. You figure they yeah. still got all the talent around. He could spread the ball around, just give him a few touches. And another threat out there to have. So they're, they're 
stacked everywhere you look. Like you said he picked up Clowney, guy mm-hmm. corner Greg Newsom, safety yes. John Johnson. It's stacked. like I I can't see how I cannot pick them to win the division mm. or the Super Bowl. Well, I'm not. Um, <laughs> ain't going there for for me. Yeah. I hate to say it. Cleveland looks like they can win the division. But I said, look like they can win the division. Cleveland has a two-headed monster running game. Now, when you have a two-headed monster running game, that means you're running the football. And last year, Odell was out with a torn ACL. Now, you know Odell is not going to want to run up and down the field and not get the football. So will Odell be a distraction to the Cleveland Browns and mess up the chemistry of that football team? Time will only tell. Cincinnati Bengals. Emerson. Cincinnati. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. (laughs) Listen, the Bengals – it's a wait and see for me. Um, I, I think Burrow has um, great ability. Um, right now, he's still young. Um, he um, he went out with injury, but he was having a, a really a really good season. I think he's de- they've definitely found the quarterback of the future for that franchise. Um, if they can put some more pieces around him and um, let's say solidify that defense a little bit, I think Cincinnati can make some noise. Will they make that noise this year? Mm, I think they're going to give some tough, some teams some tough games week in and week out. Um, and I think this is going to be a great learning season for the Cincinnati Bengals on how do we win? How do we really um, stay in football games? Um, um, ball management, ball control. Um, so I think that's going to be Cincinnati Bengals year. Um, I, I'm picking them to come in last in the division. But I think it's going to be a, a tough fight week in and week out when you play them. Barry. Yeah, I agree with Emerson, too. Uh, this is going to be more of a learning year for just the team as a whole, uh, trying to figure out their identity on offense and defense. I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow's coming back off of um, – from tearing his ACL and MCL. Uh, so I, I kind of expect him to kind of get off to a slow start this year. Um, I do see him and uh, Jamar Chase kind of clicking at some point this year. Um, I'll see. I, I think that chemistry is going to develop, especially since they were um, ex-teammates. Um, and but other than that, I mean, I just they need to figure out a way to protect Joe Burrow, too, at the same time. Yes. And they didn't really address the need for an offensive line in this year's draft. Um, you know, I know they went after Jamar Chase, but they could have addressed the offensive line too, but they didn't. Um, I got them coming in last at three and fourteen. Emerson. Yeah, I gave you, I gave you my listen, I told you I like Burrow. Yeah. You already went Emerson. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be me, actually. Sorry, Never. Brian. That's all right, man. I was still mad with you yeah. just taking Cleveland first. So you're, you're fired. Just throwing <laughs> a little bit of, you know, just throwing a little bit of coal at you. Oh, uh, but as T jumped off, you you didn't really hear that anything about them address addressing that offensive line. Uh, 
the growth of Burrow is going to be something to see after he, the organization just threw him all to the wolves last year. He still had a great year. Yeah. yeah. Like 2,600 yards, 13 TDs, but in, in just a couple of those games, games three versus the Eagles, he had eight sacks uh, against the Ravens, seven sacks. That organization just threw him out there and they needed to address that line. So if you don't have time, you're going to get beat up. And if you don't have time, you're going to be shell shot. Yeah. Yeah. They did pick up a couple of players, corners and nickelback Ike Hilton, but I don't even know who they picked up in the office a lot that can, you could say, oh, that stands out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Malcolm. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, they didn't pick up anybody in the office line for the most part. Because like you said, they they had their shot in the first round. But Jamar Chase ain't a bad person to pick up because his chemistry is good and he was one of the top receivers in the league. And that is Joe Burrow. Boy, and I love Joe Burrow. Uh, he, I loved him when he was at LSU. He did his thing. And the guy is truly a good quarterback. They got to protect him. Like everybody said, it's nothing new. You have to protect your investment. That's the big money man right there. Absolutely. That's their big money man. They need to, they should have, after that chase, they should have went all office alignment, you know, like second, (laughs) third, fourth, (laughs) fifth round, you know, should have went crazy in office alignment, but they, they, they didn't. So it is, but like I said, T Higgins is a good receiver too. And Joe Mixon is one of, you know, a good running back. He's a steady running back. That's going to move the chains. So they'll do work. It's just a matter of who they're going to stop. I don't see them stopping anybody. And yeah. they'll be at the bottom of that division. They're going to compete. That's yeah. one of the best divisions in, in football, yeah. along yeah. with the West, the NFC West. But they will compete. I will say that right now. Yes. As long as Joe Burrow's yeah. healthy and can stand up and throw. They will compete. But I was looking for them to draft an offensive lineman in the first round. And when they yeah. went wide receiver, I was like, they did you guys just saw what happened to your quarterback? Yeah. Getting crushed. Yes. Yeah. But that's Cincinnati. Keep doing what you're doing. You don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. All right. Baltimore Ravens. Emerson. Baltimore, listen, I was um was a little disappointed in their playoff run last year. Um Lamar Jackson. I think there were some things he – I hope he worked on during the offseason with his receivers um, so they can have – seem like their communication was off. Something just wasn't clicking last year um, as we got to the latter part of the season. I hope they've um, been able to go back to the film film room, um, learn from some of the mistakes, um, learn some things that they can do better this year. Um, they're, they're tough. They're a tough team, um, but I just thought – Somewhere down the stretch, um, things just were not in place. We saw a different team. We saw a different team um, later in um, December um, that we saw in the early part of the year. So um, I hope they made those corrections. And I'm looking for Baltimore to be those hard-fought, tough team that they've always been. Um, They're well-coached, and they're going to bring it every week. So um, I have the I have the Ravens finishing second in this division. Mm. Terry, yeah, I have them. I agree with Emerson. I have them finishing second uh, in the division. I feel like that for the first time in a long time, uh, Lamar Jackson 
finally has a wide receiving core that uh, teams kind of need to respect. You know, they have Marquise Brown, Sammy Watkins, and I like the the pickup they made in the first round with Rashad Bateman. Um, I think he'll pay dividends. Um, I, I see them this year adding some some new wrinkles to the offense, uh, other than a lot of the triple option uh, type sets that they like to run. Uh, like Brian said, though, and Emerson just said it too. Um, He's a mobile quarterback. I hope he worked on his skill set. Um, hope he can come out and be a little bit more accurate. We know he has a gun, um, but he does have some 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 really good weapons this year where I feel like if everyone's healthy, they can put up a lot of points against teams this year. Um, and we all know their defense has been pretty solid over the last two seasons. Um, I have them coming in second, like I said, at like 11 and 6. <laughs> Well, you so you got huh, Baltimore coming in second. Yeah, again, yeah. Pittsburgh's coming yeah. in third. Yeah, when you wake up in the morning tomorrow and you see some charcoal on your front door, think of me. All right, Malcolm, Anna. Yes, yes, yes. First of all, we know Lamar Jackson's a quality quarterback and he's an MVP. True, he's a more or less run threat. And which with his legs, he has to be, you know, because the guy is awesome. The key to them is losing J.K. Dobbins for the year, man. That hurt, man. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. had they had a two headed monster with him and Edwards. Oh man, yeah. Gus Edwards, who's going to be the feature back now? But yeah. that hurt. That hurt, man. I mean, Marquise Brown is Marquise Brown, you know, and we know the tight end, you know, uh, is going to do his thing. Andrews just love the last name. That name just is rings bells. I mean, you know, he's talented anyway. So, uh. The key is we know their defense is going to hold up. Yeah. And they won't do worse than second place. Hello, Pittsburgh. So <laughs> they won't do worse than them, you know, but the key is they got to do their job and stay healthy because, like I said, they got Cleveland's number. It's just a matter of them, you know, doing things to everybody else, you know. So it's just a, a tough, tough year for them. And they're going to have to earn it this year. And, by the way, they, he did improve – uh, Jackson did improve in the, in the playoffs. He did win his first playoff game last year, so that, that's an improvement right there. Before yeah. he didn't win a playoff game, so I'll yeah. take that. I'll take that. Ryan, the Ravens are going to go as far as their passing attack can take them. Uh, Lamar's got to take that next step to becoming a threat as a pocket passer. He doesn't have to be proficient, but he has to be a threat as a pocket passer mm. uh, in the playoffs, he had a passer rating of 58.2 and a career passing yards of uh, 200, 209 yards a game mm-hmm. or quarterback. Uh, that's doesn't really fear people with the passing attack. Yeah. He is a threat, but it doesn't fear them in the passing attack. Right. Um, picking up, uh, well, you got Marquise Brown and Sammy Watkins Watkins can't stay healthy. He doesn't really, to me, he's not a number one wide receiver. I think the rookie wide receiver, Rashad Bateman, might be their best receiving core uh, receiver on the team. And he's a rookie. And he's hurt. So we'll see how they go. I think it's going to be a battle between them and Pittsburgh uh, for second. And, of course, I got to take Pittsburgh. I got to go on my heart. So. 
There you go. <laughs> I don't, uh, for me, with the Baltimore Ravens, uh, I don't see, I see problems with the team with COVID. Lamar is going already twice having COVID, and I see him getting COVID again during the regular season. Will that affect other players on the team? I don't know. But he said he's going to look into um, what what's in the vaccine to be more educated about it. And so we'll see what happens. But as stands right now, he's he's not vaccinated. And I, you know, we'll see what happens with Baltimore. And I don't see them going second. I see them probably in third place in the division. The Pittsburgh Steelers, Emerson. <laughs> Listen, man, my, my, my heart is still aching from Super Bowl when uh, you guys beat us, the Lynn Swan catch, when you beat my Cowboys. I'm, I'm still upset about that, okay? Uh, we should have beat you guys. Uh, Jackie Harris dropped the – that was a touchdown. Bowl. The Jackie Harris uh, one was a um, I'm, I'm still upset about that. But speaking of this year, I, I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan. Um, he's going to have his team ready to play, um, whether the COVID list, if he has just uh, 20 players to dress, he's going to have them ready to play. Um, and like we, you just stated, Aaron, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. And that goes with a lot of teams um, losing star players um, that could be out from week to week. We just, we just don't know. But Mike Tomlin is a great coach. Um, I, I like his style of coaching. I like how he has his teams ready to play week in and week out. And I know I picked Baltimore to come in second. And I was going to add something, too, about the COVID list, but I know we were kind of putting that on the back burner to next week. I see Pittsburgh going to be right in the thick of things. I think they're going to be right in the thick of things. They just they have as much talent as any other team in this division, if not more, um, in some cases. And I love that Blitzburg defense. So I'm picking Pittsburgh to come in third, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens, whether as availability, as Malcolm always say, your best ability is availability, they sneak into second place in this division. Uh, Terry. Um, like Emerson said, I, I, Mike Tomlin's going to have this team ready to go. He does each and every year. Uh, their offense, I mean, they're – you guys have some serious talent on this offense. I mean, Juju Smith, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and Ooh. your running back you picked up this year, Najee Harris. Oh, my God. I didn't even mention him. Yeah. I mean, you know, your defense is always, always good, decent, stout. Um, the only issue I kind of see is Big Ben. Um at this point in his career, he, to me, he's basically like a dinosaur. And if he, we saw it last year, he struggled and so did the offense struggle. And going into this year with all that talent, you know, I would just hate to see um, Big Ben get off to a rough start and with all that talent on that offense, get, I hate to see it get wasted. And we all know. As Big Ben goes, that's how the Steelers' offense goes. So I have them coming in at third in the division at nine and eight. Sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, Mr. Cold, Mr. Ice. <laughs> Malcolm. Pittsburgh definitely getting third in this division. I can't see them beating uh, the Ravens unless there's no Lamar Jackson or the Browns because the Browns are just too talented right now and they're doing their thing. Uh, yeah, you're right about Big Ben, yo. He's just like that clock. Father Time is taking over because right now he ain't doing much. He doesn't scare anybody in the league right now. He's just a statue back there. Can he deliver the ball? Yeah. Does he have good receivers? Yes. And the running back? Yes. It's just a matter of how they're going to do it. But the defense is okay. I mean, you no, know, TJ Watts is a baller. They lost Bud Dupree. I mean, Dupree was, was a killer. Big. Was Dupree big. was a killer. Yeah. You know, that was a killer. And the, and the boy was bad. I you always know, liked Bud so, Dupree. So no matter what, they're going to make some noise. And I say he said nine and eight. He's doing better than me. I'm going to go 89. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Shots fired. I know. Ah. <laughs> you just got crossed off the Christmas list, Malcolm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Uh, they, they, they're basically going off this revamp offensive line. Uh, if they can keep Ben upright just to get through the season will be a miracle. Um, with an additional game and Ben at this age, can they stay healthy? It's going to, that that's basically going to tell the season right there. Cause at the number two spot at the QB, me and Aaron had discussions on this. He likes Rudolph. I like Haskins. Neither one of them show greatness. So if Ben goes down, the season goes down. So everything hinges on that. I did like the uh, pickup of the corner that they picked up, uh, Aquila Witherspoon. Uh, I like that size. I like corners that six feet. Normally Steelers corners are five, nine, ten. I, I don't like that. So that's going to put Sutton in the slot, I think, which will help the defense out with the blitzing package. So we'll go – Still, I already picked them to be uh, two. Well, I'm looking to see how the Pittsburgh revamped offensive line goes. If the revamped offensive line is decent, Pittsburgh's got a chance. A lot of people are saying, oh, Big Ben is done. Big Ben That offensive coordinator was fired at the end of the season. And watching the games with Pittsburgh, when Big Ben said, forget the calls coming from the sidelines, I'm just running it. He marched that team right down the field with the hurry up, no huddle offense. But they couldn't run the football last year. And like me and Brian was talking about in the draft, Brian was okay with Nige, but he wasn't too wild about the tight end. And I said, the way Pittsburgh's going about it is they're getting the running back. They're getting the tight end because they want to win now. And they still believe that Big Ben's got some game left in the tank. And we're going to see this year, can Big Ben throw the football down the field, open it up? If he can do it, Pittsburgh's offense is going to be a team to contend with. Guys, NFC North. Gonna do this quicker. 
Yes. Minnesota Vikings. Emerson. Kirk Cousins. You like that? You like that? I got them coming in second place, man. I got them yeah. coming in second place. I think they're gonna they're gonna come and do what they do. And Kirk Cousins, he'll they'll go as far as he'll take them. I have them coming in second place in that division. Terry. Uh I agree with uh Emerson. I have them coming in second place. Um uh, I think they're just going to stick to their philosophy like they did last year, run the ball hard, try and dominate on defense. So, Malcolm. Definitely second place, no doubt. I mean, they got Patrick Peterson, pass interference Patrick Peterson, which is a good pickup, but he ain't going to be enough. You know, and Devin Cook's a great running back. So, Kirk Cousins, he just ain't going to get him to the promised land. Second place. Brian. I got them in second. I uh, never really been sold on Kirk Cousin. He's a decent quarterback, but he's been getting paid like an elite quarterback. Yeah. And basically to be the savior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, how you like that? Number two. I got them coming in like second. That? <laughs> how you like that? If unless Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, I exactly. see the Vikings coming in second. But I think Zimmer is a good coach. Mm-hmm. He will always have his team ready to play, and it's a solid football team. But if Aaron Rodgers is there, healthy, Minnesota second. Chicago Bears, Emerson. Hey, can the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, lead them there, or are they going to turn it loose to the rookie? Um, we're going we're gonna to see. Andy Dalton has always been a serviceable quarterback in this league. Um, I don't know what Chicago's plans are as far as that quarterback situation is. I have them coming in third place. Terry. Yeah, I have them coming in at third. Uh, I know Angie, Andy Dalton has been, been named the starter, but uh, I see Justin Fields taking over at some point this year. Uh, they're going to have to go through some growing pains with him, though. Um, but they'll come in third, like 6-11. and 11. Mm-hmm. Malcolm. We're all going to have an agreement on this division, I'm going to tell you right now. This is definitely third place for them. But I love the kid, Justin Fields. Hopefully he'll play probably week six, week seven. You know, they're going to bring him in. You know, Andy Dalton ain't no threat to nobody. He's not scaring nobody. Brian. In the words of Andy Dalton, it's my time. Uh, (laughs) A broken clock, is they say, is always right two times a day. Yep. So, <laughs> it's just a matter of time before he's out of there. And oh, the fans man. are screaming to put Fields in the game, and oh. Dalton's right back where he started on the bench. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, I agree. Fields, the quarterback by week six or week seven. <laughs> Detroit oh. Lions, Malcolm. Basement. Hello, basement, where they usually are. No big deal to them. I mean, they got Jared Goff, but that ain't going to do nothing for him. You know, it is what it is. They ain't going nowhere. Like you said, be prepared to see him on Thanksgiving Day, though. Enjoy your turkey. Emerson. Unless you're bringing back Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, um, they're going to finish last. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's getting cold in here. Terry. Yeah, I have them coming in last. I mean, they, they got a new head coach and Dan Campbell. Um I, they have Jared Goff, but, I mean, for them to even win some games, he has to just be what he was in with the Rams 
and their wide receiver core is not talented. They're coming in last, like four and thirteen. Mm-hmm. Brian, they coming in dead last, maybe <laughs> in the league. <laughs> uh, golf, he had better talent when he was with the Rams. Now he's on this team, so do you expect the worst? It's going to be the worst. As Malcolm said, enjoy your turkey because that's a horrible game. Green Bay Packers, Emerson. Number one in the division. He's a bad man, Aaron Rodgers. They will be first in that division. Say no more. Hmm. Terry. Yeah, I have them coming in first. I mean, even though Aaron Rodgers basically bashed the whole uh, organization. He did say more than once at the press conference that he had a great relationship with Matt LaFleur. Um, to me, it's same thing every year with the Packers. Uh, they don't need their defense to be great. They just have to be consistent. Um, and if they could do that, they can make some noise beyond one in the division. Malcolm. This is too easy for them. I mean, Green Bay is Green Bay. You know, they're going to win that division hands down without a doubt. And Aaron Jones, he's going to be a good player. Of course, you know, uh, Devontae Adams is going to do his thing. That's all they're going to do is play pitch and catch between, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Their defense is okay. They're stellar enough to win. So because Aaron Rodgers usually puts the pressure on all the team. So that's it for me. Ryan. Number one in that division, as Malcolm alluded to, defense is okay. Aaron Rodgers makes it look like team overall is uh, a juggernaut. But this is Aaron Rodgers' tourist, like his college pro day. He's basically showing other teams, look at what I could do. And then he's out of there. Me? Mama, there goes that bad man again. <laughs> and if that bad man can stay healthy, that's the eight, that's the NFC North right there going through Green Bay again. Yes. Watch out for those Vikings, though. Minnesota Viking fans, I'm telling you, I, I think you guys can make some noise. Minnesota, I'm rooting for you. But, guys, great show. Great glad show. To, great glad show. to have everybody back. Yes. Yeah. And – once again, to the, the ones' lives that were lost during this hurricane, our hearts go out to the families. Yes. So, so much. And um, I, words cannot describe that, that this tragedy that happened. Uh, on Wednesday, we will be back with a new episode episode 19 with NFL picks. And so please look for our show on Wednesday. Terry, how about that button? Uh, Once again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, Just want to wish everybody out there a happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, Hopefully enjoy some dogs, hamburgers, and relax. Enjoy that one day off from work you have to go back on Tuesday. And I ask everybody, please tune in on Wednesday for the opening of Emerson. 
<laughs> uh, everybody, please subscribe. Tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your uncle uh, and your aunt. Because you're going to say, mom, dad, come here. I want you guys to look at this. So please tune in on Wednesday. YouTube M, sensation. Send us out. All right. We want to thank everybody once again for watching Ag Soul Sports. You want to be there for number 19. It's going to be a hot show. You want to be ready. NFL ready. We're ready. The world is ready. Let's do it. It's time for some football. Tune back into Exo Sports. We'll see you Wednesday. Peace. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. Good night, Good night everybody. Thank you, everyone.